You're tuned into the Traders Takedown Podcast by BPI Securities, your source for on-the-go market updates and investment tips to help you trade better, live better, as we make investing a habit. Hello, hello, this is Rico from BPI Trade and welcome to this special episode from the Traders Takedown where we take a look ahead on the next six months of the year. Practically, this is a mid-year review of the past six months and also an outlook of what to expect as we finish the second half of the year. With me here are our ever-reliable analysts from the BPI Securities Research Team, Ben and Christel. Thank you very much for joining me today. Hey Rico, thanks for having us again. Hi Rico, thank you for having us. Low energy kayo ngayong araw ah. <laughs> Dahil ba yan sa ulan? Oh, sige, sige, simulan na natin to with Crystal. May mga tanong na tayo. With President Marcos recently having his second State of the Nation address, yung inflation naging topic to. At sabi niya that it's stabilizing and it is moving in the right direction. Would you think that we are finally out of the woods? on spiking prices? Uh, not yet, I think. So, uh, while it is encouraging to see the steady decline of uh, inflation month-on-month, I think there are still a lot of upside risks to inflation, such as uh, El Nino, for example, which could disrupt uh, product cycles of agricultural uh, food. We also have external headwinds across the globe that we have to monitor. So, for example, uh, last July 17, uh, Russia withdrew from the Black Sea deal, which allowed the export of Ukrainian grain across the Black Sea. So, effectively, this means that uh, there would be less grain supply, which could cause food prices to increase. And actually, nag increase na siya. So, from the announcement last July 17, uh, wheat prices have actually gone up already uh, by 10%. And I think maybe Crystal could also add to El Nino effects in terms of power. Yeah, so Ben is right. So for El Nino, aside from food, syempre, diba, this could affect yung um, rainfall patterns uh, in the Philippines, which could also affect yung crop yields and prices. At the same time, for, uh, for power, uh, for example, uh, El Nino means lower rainfall, diba? So this could mean na uh, lower yung operating levels ng dam at the same time um, hindi nakaka-operate yung mga hydroelectric plants natin. So this would mean a uh, lower uh, power supply for the Philippines at the same time uh, affecting yung power rates naman or electricity prices. This could be an upside risk to electricity prices which could be eventually passed on to. Team follow up lang sa inflation. Hindi eh, ba ngayon palabas pa lang si Egay? nagdodong just before it tapos may possible papasok na falcon na naman. So kahit hindi siya magdi-direct hit sa mainland na-affect pa rin tayo ng ulan kahabagat. The current in this month, the last few weeks will this put pressure on prices lalo na sa food, vegetable lalo na sa northern Luzon side? Yup, uh, tama Rico. So typhoons effectively disrupt farm cycles and output and that presents an upside risk for inflation. But I think farmers and the government also plan for mitigation risks for typhoon disturbances since it can be uh, planned because it's seasonal. So same sentiment uh, as what I said before, 
that there are still a lot of, a lot of factors to consider for inflation and typhoons are one of them. All right, thank you, Ben. Of course, when we talk about inflation, very much intertwined it was a battle of rising prices, yung BSP monetary policy actions. Since May of last year or 2022, the central bank has raised uh, rates by about 425 basis points. This is coming from a historical low ng pandemic, di ba? Do we see the BSP getting its hand forced to raise rates some more? Or possible ba yung cuts seen within the next uh, six months or, or shorter? Gandang tanong yan, Rico. Well, so to start, I think uh, policy action is uh, dictated by inflation expectations and connected to the discussion we had earlier. Given the uncertainties uh, we still face about inflation, I think BSP would not cut rates yet. Uh, also echoing the view of our uh, BPI economics team, they think it still might be premature to conclude that the hiking cycle is over. I th- uh, they think that one or two more rate hikes are still possible for the rest of the year depending on how the forex market will react and as well as how Fed reacts. And personally, I think BSP needs to keep the 100 BIP policy differential versus the Fed as to protect the peso as well. So if the Fed hikes, then I think BSP needs to hike as well. So I think the best case scenario for this year is that BSP will keep monetary policy steady at 6.25% or worst case, is it, it hikes again by another uh, 25 or 50 bips by the second half of the year. So given as of recording, yung Fed in their July meeting raised rates. Oh my. So we'd expect coming August meeting ni Ako, BSP magkaka-interest rate hike. Ang BSP ah. Okay. Sige, next tayo. With inflation showing a downtrend naman, diba, since January, why do you think that this hasn't translated to gains in the local market? Inflation peaked ng January pa at around 8.7. And then it has slowly been on the downtrend with June numbers at 5.4. The index, on the other hand, has been struggling and even traded below the 6,400 mark fairly recently lang yun. Year to date, we are roughly just shy of 1.5%. Uh, and in the green naman, pero ang significant naman ng drop kasi ng CPI natin. Are investors still uh, concerned about something? I think it's more of a, parang an absence of liquidity kasi. Yeah, you're right na downtrend na talaga yung inflation, di ba? And the evident naman na nag-peak na talaga uh, months back. But I think um, with the absence of liquidity and at the same time, di ba, may mas attractive na investments like in fixed income diba with with the elevated interest rates now so kahit ako as an investor i would personally invest sa mga high yielding um, instruments like sa bonds or sa mga preps na in offer ng uh, market uh, these days so um i think this has skewed mga uh, fund allocations towards uh, the, the fixed income uh, mga instruments uh, instead of equity but uh, nonetheless since yun nga nagpeak na ngayon inflation and I think um, malapit na, or at least by early next year pwede nang mag-cut ang BSP. So with the um, uh, falling interest rates then maybe investors would slowly come back sa Philippine market and would we would see um, a rally siguro sa index. So a follow-up to that, Christelle. Hindi talaga mag-rally yung market kung walang volume. Kita naman natin, 
very low, very lethargic ang volume sa PSD. So nakikita mong catalyst na pwedeng mag-pick up ulit to is if may time na mag-cut yung rates. Kasi ang allocation ngayon sa portfolios na sa fixed income, yung mga rates talaga. So is that a catalyst pag bumaba na to na mag-pick up yung volume sa equities market? Um, yes, and at the same time, parang historically din kasi, it's, it's um, yung, yung gains sa PSEI would be more correlated sa foreign flows, sa foreign ownership levels natin, um, rather than yung mga um, fundamentals. So, evidently naman, di ba, ang strong ng Q1 and Q2 earnings natin, pero at the same time, the, the PSEI hasn't performed much. Yun nga, mga 1-2% lang up tayo year to date. So it's uh, we're still just waiting for um, for flows to come back. Habang as ngayon kasi nasa sidelines pa, eh. still waiting for some um, signal na talagang magiis na yung interest rates na pwede nang magcut yung yung um, BSP. So right now it would be ayun, just waiting on the sidelines pa rin ng investors. Pero hopefully talaga when when um, when the BSP cuts and the interest rate stabilizes then uh, flows would come back to the uh, Philippines. Alright, thank you very much, Christelle. Team, how does BPI Securities uh, see earnings growth playing out in the last six months of the year? Diba? Bank, property, and conglomerates have been leading the charge for the first six months, first half earnings. Will they likely continue to dominate the, the current ki- climate? Uh, corporate earnings uh, remained healthy with most sectors posting earnings growth north of 30% in 1Q23. And the right three codes was led by uh, consumer, banks, conglos, uh, utilities, and property. And I think also worth highlighting is uh, the strong earnings uh, growth in 1Q23 was also a function of a favorable base. Because if you would recall, 1Q22 was still uh, impacted by Omicron and mobility curves. Now for the full year earnings growth, um, from the 1Q23 earnings growth of most companies, uh, we expect that growth to normalize as base effects wane. But overall, we still expect the PSEI to deliver an earnings growth of 18% for this year, which would still be led by cyclical names and as well as consumer names to drive the growth. And I think we will discuss specific earnings drivers per sector later. And then for Conglos naman, given that we expect um, earnings growth uh, of the different sectors like banks, uh, property, and even consumer names to be strong, uh, but still would be normalizing from the uh, very high um, year-on-year growth nung, nung first quarter, uh, we also expect the same for the Conglos that house uh, these different sectors. Kaya sa mga listeners natin, Yan, 18% growth targets for PSEI companies. So, focus na tayo sa mga heavyweight names dun sa PSEI. Tingnan na lang yan sa index. So, back to the team. With that view on earnings, where does the house see the PSEI settling at the end of the year? What factors are key to any possible surprises na din? Kasi of course, may mga unforeseen changes and if ever. So our index target for end 2023 is 8,000. I know na medyo malayo-layo to, parang, unre- parang realistic, di ba? At 6-6 lang tayo ngayon. So 
malaki-laki yung hahabulin. Pero hear us out lang. <laughs> um, so yung 8,000 na yon and given our 18% earnings um, growth forecast for this year, uh, this implies actually a 14.4 times um, PE. So this is very cheap compared to a historical valuation. So um, historically, um, we trade at around 17 to 18 times. So right now, we're very um, cheap attractive. So ngayon, yung at the 6-6 level, this implies uh, 12 times PE. So at the 8,000 naman na uh, index target naman, this is around 14.4 times PE. So I think, um, kung babalik nga ang flows natin, uh, at least for the uh, sa Q4, then this would be achievable naman yung 8,000. But um, I guess, marami din tayong downside risks eh, to this uh, uh PSEI outlook. Number one, syempre, would be yung uh, job market in the US. So, if, if this would be persistently strong, then this would prompt the US to, the US Fed to hike interest rates further. So, it would follow na baka ganun din tayo sa Philippines na this would force the BSP to to catch up with the um, interest rates differential and at least maintain 100 bips differential with the uh, US Fed rate. And number two, if... Um, the, the, the war in Russia and Ukraine, uh, if this would escalate, then this would uh, put more stress on global supply chains and increase the probability of recession overseas, uh, which would be very bad for investors, uh, for, yes, for the Philippine equity market because investors would remain on the uh, sidelines. Pa din. And number three, if weak yung um, economic growth in the Philippines, then this would uh, lower our uh, Downs are our, our forecast for the PSEI and number four would be other black swan events. Bakalang meron pang events na hindi na tayo na foresee aside from the El Nino. So yon, this would be a downside risk to our eight. All right. So to be clear, the current level at around six thousand six hundred, may over twenty percent upside based on the house uh, view. Of course, may caveat naman kayo on the possible downside risk. So likely may adjustments in kayo if something happens. Okay, thank you. Okay, moving on. Si Ben is a consumer and property analyst, while Christelle is our utilities and conglomerates analyst. Anything ma share nyo on your covered sectors uh, moving forward? So I can start with uh, my covered sectors, consumer and property. So first on consumer, uh, I, we're still positive on consumer companies. But I guess I don't expect the sector to outperform the PSEI for the next six months. Uh, we think decent top-line growth as evidenced in uh, 1Q23 will continue on throughout the year, although at a slowing rate as they cycle into uh, high base effects. So food service operators, you have Jollibee, uh, Pizza stood out posting a same-store sales growth north of 20% for the quarter, while the collective uh, 1Q23 sales of Philippine food manufacturers grew 10% year-on-year from a combination of volume recovery and price increases. Uh, meanwhile, retailers uh, also posted healthy same-store sales growth ranging from 33 to 11.3%. So aside from top-line, easing commodity prices and input costs should also help uh, margin expansion for our covered consumer names which should result in an average double-digit earnings growth for the full year. But I guess the pending imposition of the junk food and sugar tax law poses an overhang to food manufacturers specifically for URC. 
Uh, now to property, uh, fundamentally we think earnings growth will be around north of 20% and may even reach 30% this year for our covered com- uh, companies. And this will be driven mainly by the surge in malls and hotel segments given that they still have windfall from normalizing rental rates. Offices and resi as an industry uh, face potential headwinds from hybrid work arrangements and oversupply for both uh, office and resi segments are also headwinds. And as a whole, we think the elevated interest rate environment would be a significant challenge for it to outperform the market. Uh, But if investors want to diversify into property, uh, then maybe we recommend to position on big cap property names such as SMPH and L. For utilities, uh, going forward, we may see the tight power supply demand dynamics to ease, uh, provided na wala masyadong uh, unplanned outages uh, ng mga big plants natin. And at the same time, um, the Ilihan plant would be going back online to the grid. Uh, so this would mean or potentially mean um, lower spot prices in the near term. Uh, but despite the expected decline in spot prices, uh, we continue to expect um, spot price to remain above the 10-year average of around 4 pesos. So right now, it's around 6, 6 to 7 pesos. So malaki talaga yung difference niya versus the uh, historical uh, spot prices. So this should benefit um, generation companies with exposure to the spot market like uh, Aboitis Power and Samirara. Uh, meanwhile, uh, improving regulatory risks uh, should bode well for utility stocks. Um, key downside risks for the sector uh, for this year would be power plant availability issues that could force um, Genco's to buy expensive replacement power from the spot market. Uh, next would be industrials, so that would be ICTSI. Uh, the company continues to benefit from a, from a diverse portfolio. Uh, but geopolitical issues and a sharp decline in global economic growth uh, pose as key downside risks. Uh, there's also the risk of economic and political instability in some markets like um, Pakistan and Sudan. However, we note that there are some ports where ICT should continue to see decent growth, uh, like here in the Philippines, uh, which should be able to offset downward pressure from some markets uh, directly affected by geopolitical risks. And then finally, uh, conglomerates. So they are valid proxies for economic growth given their exposure to different sectors. Um, They continue to maintain healthy balance sheet positions that can support the growth prospects of their subsidiaries that may need funding. Um, Conglos like SM, AC, and GTCAP um, are trading at attractive valuations or at wide discounts to NAV. So we like uh, these names as they are very um, attractive right now. They are a value play and they are um, index heavyweight. So um, they should propel the index higher with um, and eventually reaching our 8,000 target. Mukhang ano talaga si Christelle. Uh, solid tayo sa 8,000 end of the year. So thank you very much uh, Ben and Christelle for joining us. And of course, thank you very much sa subscribers natin with growing yung base ng subscribers natin. So, hanggang sa susunod na podcast. And that's a wrap for today's episode. For more insights and trading ideas, 
log on to your BPI Trade accounts or open an account today at bpitrade.com.